0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, February 24th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Cowley. Here's today's headlines. Ukraine crisis hits wheat market. Agencies urge to halt WOTUS work and herbicide canceled before it's even sold. Here's a reminder. You can register today for the free webinar, Driven by Data. Innovation and Crop Insurance and Conservation. This AgriPulse webinar will discuss this year's new crop insurance offering, the Post-Application Coverage Endorsement, or PACE. Executive Editor Philip Brasher will moderate the event on March 2nd at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. The webinar is sponsored by Meridian Institute. U.S. wheat futures high on fears over Russian invasion. Prospects of a broader Russian invasion of Ukraine are pushing up U.S. wheat futures on concerns the crisis could affect exports from the two countries. The Kansas City March wheat futures contract for hard red winter closed yesterday at nearly 9.14 a bushel, up nearly 32 cents for the day. And likewise, the Minneapolis March contract for spring wheat rose nearly 15 cents to close at 1001 a bushel. By way of comparison, the Kansas City March Hard Red Winter Wheat Futures contract closed on February 3rd at 750 a bushel. It's about 29% of the global wheat exports that come out of the Russia-Ukraine region So it's a big deal, and it's still big if wheat exports get disrupted, said Stonex analyst Ryan Turner. The rest of the world would have to pick up the slack, and that's why the markets are running higher. Now keep in mind, USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service predicted earlier this month that Ukraine would export a record-breaking 24 million metric tons of wheat this year. Capital security beefed up ahead of State of the Union and truckers. Police have been reinstalling security fencing around the U.S. Capitol ahead of President Biden's State of the Union address and the expected arrival of protesting truckers. According to a report by Reuters, a convoy of about two dozen trucks left California on Wednesday bound for D.C., but a second convoy that started in Scranton, Pennsylvania, headed to D.C. on Wednesday, just a single 18-wheeler. Protest organizer Bob Bolus told the Daily Beast trucks wouldn't try to disrupt traffic. Senate aides were warned in a notice Wednesday that the convoys may cause higher than normal traffic volumes and possible transportation disruptions on and around roadways in the D.C. area. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Senate Republicans to administration. Halt. Wotus. Rewrite. Republicans on the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee are calling on the EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers to stop work on the new waters of the U.S. rule until the Supreme Court decides a pending case. It is expected that the court will rule on the appropriate test for determining whether water bodies and wetlands are jurisdictional waters under the Clean Water Act for the first time in more than 15 years, the Republicans say in a letter to the agencies. The court's eventual ruling will have direct bearing on the definition of WOTUS. Numerous farm groups and state agriculture departments made a similar appeal to the agencies. BASF pulling herbicide but will reapply under new registration species policy. Facing a lawsuit and newly announced EPA registration policy, BASF has agreed to voluntarily cancel its registrations for the herbicide Trifluidemoxicin or TriExor by its brand name. But it also plans to reapply under EPA's new guidelines. The agency said last month it will now incorporate endangered species impacts into registration reviews for new active ingredients. Cancellation of the registrations will not, quote, adversely affect the availability of the pesticide for use on minor crops because BASF has never made, distributed, or sold the products in the U.S. BASF Vice President, U.S. Crop. Scott Key says a declaration filed in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit on Wednesday. Also Wednesday, the Center for Food Safety, the Center for Biological Diversity, EPA and BASF asked the court to hold the environmental group's challenge to the registration approval abeyance. The official cancellation notice is in today's Federal Register. The chemical should never have been approved to begin with, but we are gratified BASF has recognized our case's merit, capitulated, and I will remove its product from the market without further litigation," said George Kimbrell, CFS legal director and counsel in the case. State mulls oversight of contaminated ethanol plant, a Nebraska legislative panel holding a hearing today on whether to form a special committee to investigate the situation at the heavily contaminated Alt-N ethanol plant. The executive board, made up of nine legislators, will consider a resolution introduced by Democratic Senator Carol Blood. Among numerous issues, the committee would look at how and why pesticide-contaminated distillers' grain was permitted to be applied to farm fields as a soil conditioner and whether those fields are being used to produce food crops today, that resolution says. The hearing comes two days after five seed companies that applied Alt-N with seed for ethanol production sued the company, claiming it has essentially walked away from any responsibility of the contamination. The alt-end disaster is the responsibility of one bad actor, and while this catastrophe is a stain on our state, by no means should Nebraska's agriculture and ethanol industries be painted with the same brush, Blood said at a recent rally. Iowa Senator calls for U.S. to rejoin Pacific Rim Trade Pact. President Biden needs to undo former President Trump's decision to pull out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership in order to counter China's growing economic influence. That's the word of Republican Senator Joni Ernst yesterday during a webinar hosted by Farmers for Free Trade. The Biden administration made it clear that it was going to concentrate first on domestic issues, Ernst said, stressing that the U.S. ag sector is getting impatient for new free trade agreements and the TPP, now known as the Comprehensive and Progressive Trans-Pacific Partnership, is at the top of her list. Here's today's She Said It. We simply can't afford to lose out. We need to take action and make sure China doesn't take the lead in that region. That's the word of Senator Ernst. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, February 24th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff daly